Welcome to the Self-Service Generation Podcast, where we explore how technology impacts, improves, and enables the customer experience that we all expect from businesses and organizations that we engage or work with. Don't worry, we'll only keep it to 20 minutes, so hopefully you'll find it interesting. Thanks very much. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Self-Service Generation Podcast with me, Gavin. And me, Steve. Uh, today we're going to talk about getting yourself chat ready. Uh, we're going to talk about um, what a conversational bot is uh, and how you can make sure you get your business ready and set up for making sure you're going to be really driving success utilizing this technology. And what I think would be a really useful start to this is like Steve just talk us through what we mean when we say conversational bot. Right well um, a conversational bot is going to answer questions on your behalf or um, take people down a, a self-service journey um, that kind of automates a whole conversation uh, without a, a human involved or working alongside a human. Very important these days with the fact that you have uh, different channels and different ways of interacting with the bots, but they, the core logic behind them is the same. So if you're a chatbot on a website, for instance, so if you know the little box that pops up and that's an automated conversation, then that's a chatbot. But of course, you sometimes see those in their live agents and that's a human behind them. But we're talking about a bot in the background. Uh, so that can be, you know, uh, WhatsApp, it can be Facebook Messenger, it can be any of those channels. Um, and also voice, of course. Uh, so, you know, you can phone a service and, and get an automated response to that stuff as well, but automating that conversation and that flow. So that's that's very quickly. <laughs> really, really useful, really good. Could you just to, to make it to add it to kind of add that extra context could you give us an example of um, maybe one of your clients that you're working with at the moment working with at the moment or have worked with and how they've yeah. kind of used used conversational bots to kind of improve the way their business business works just kind of gives that context to people who are calling us to way the way this potentially could impact and help them as a business well if you look at um uh so we we work with uh, a bunch of charities for instance um and they the the the, the deal with the charities that we deal with, so we deal with Age UK partners, we also deal with a contact to dis, uh, families with disabled children um, charity. And the big deal that they have is they have a massive influx of questions. How do I do this? How do I help heat my home? How do I get um, help with um, dementia care? How do I um, access benefits? You know, how do I um, do this? Um, funding scheme uh, how do i help donate to your uh, organization all those different questions that come in from all sorts of angles and we build the chatbot then to answer those questions and then s escalate those um those queries to a flow that automates that whole process when that's relevant you know so if somebody wants to do a donation journey, we'll take them down the donation journey and they haven't then um, spoken to anybody. The whole process is automated and it's a self-service thing at any time of night. You know, they could be doing it at nine o'clock at night, which a charity can't staff. It's just it's an impossible task. But that doesn't matter because it's 24 seven. And uh, and then, you know, we can hand over to humans. We can do all that type of stuff. So there's a collaborative process as well. but 
the typical thing is that we answer questions, we help people um, start a process or do a full process. You know, we integrate it into maybe somebody's sales force or something like that, where we do the whole process and kick the whole thing off. Um, and that then means that you are automating the whole of that conversation. And this is what we're talking about now is conversational automation. Yeah. Yeah. But using the term AI in a very in a in a loose fashion. But of course, uh, ChatGPT is the bit that's raised its head now. And why people are uh, suddenly kind of aware of how powerful a chatbot or a voice bot can be is because the GPT um, technology has just gone. This is this is now out. It's now working. The experiment is over. You know, we now have a working model that works very well. And and again, just to get everybody on uh, what GPT is so chat gpt is the actual application that people have been using and chatting to and going oh look it's answered loads of questions and give me a little article it's written something it's done this it's done that so that's the application but gpt is the model behind it so what that actually under, understands is context so it goes out grabs information and it gets content uh, content back and summarizes that gives you an answer and currently the GPT one is looking at the internet, you know, so <laughs> the internet has got uh, <laughs> varied opinions and varied informational levels of accuracy. Yeah. Um, uh, so, of course, there's been a lot of hype around the fact that, that it wasn't accurate, it didn't do it right, it didn't do this, that and the other. But now the the using the GPT model that's been experimented on and it's now commercially available we're now doing very specific um, information uh, responses based on a charity or organization or businesses information so the answers are then accurate because it's come back from the right source your source and, yeah. and that's the difference now and it's the bit that people have to consider and and that's kind of why we're talking about how do we yes. get ready for that then so what do you do yeah, you know exactly. where do you start you know, because yeah. that suddenly becomes a, oh, that sounds useful. So we can actually do something really real with that, you know. So the big difference here is obviously with ChatGPT, you're looking at a mass amount of information which may or may not be relevant directly to a business, but it gives, you yeah. can ask it pretty much anything and it will give you an answer. Mm -hmm. But what the work with what you're doing is going, actually, let's work specifically with an organisation to train the model on their data. So yeah. if a customer has an inquiry in regards to, yeah, how do I donate or how do I, how do I get benefits? It's able to give a response directly around, uh, directly around that organization's source structure, that organization's data that is yeah. tailored towards the organization. The main beauty of that is the fact that from a customer's point of view, I can get my basic answers answered really quickly, really easily, 24 yeah. seven. And from an yeah. organizational point of view as a business, I'm, I can service customers on a basic level 24 seven, but yeah. also it reduces the load on me in the business so I can really help those customers who have more challenging questions who potentially need help in certain areas. That's right. It's the collaborative process you've got to consider. So the, the I mean, the first point of call on this is that why are you doing this? You know, so yeah. what's your strategy behind it? And like I said, you know, the charity you're talking about, so as UK Partners, for instance, they will have 
an influx of loads of questions coming into them from all sorts of different subjects. Anything that is to do with general life, really, you know, from health issues to finance issues to anything in, and everything that falls in between. You know, so that's a wide ranging bit of information. And, you know, as charities, as much as everybody at the moment, this and uh, cost of the cost of living uh, crisis that we're in, stuff is expensive. So they can't man these things 24 seven. They usually got hours, something like 11 till three. You know, that's not a lot of time to help people. So outside of that, what do you do? You know, and rather than having a load of influx of emails and to and fro and questions and all that type of stuff, the answers are there and available uh, immediately and or a process can be started immediately. So if somebody wants to engage with the service, so become a service user, we can automate that process as well so that the information is accurate, it's done. Somebody's happy that they've engaged properly and, you, you know, you're on your on your road. So it's wondering how that bit services, getting that 80-20 rule right so that you've got 80% uh, of the stuff that's really um, slowing the organisation down is dealt with. And then the 20% can be the humans, it can be, you know, the team can spend yeah. proper time on those people. Because that's uh, the thing, isn't it? You can, focus, the you can focus the, the chat element or the conversation about on kind of servicing the customer up to a point. And then once yeah. it gets kind of, to the to the more maybe more complex end or whether you really need to be able to kind of support them you can then pass that on to a human or arrange a follow-on appointment so yeah that's right we can see there's a massive amount of benefit for organizations who can take on and utilize these platforms to really benefit both themselves as an organization but also benefit their customers what do how can businesses get themselves ready for putting these for getting these chat bots or getting these conversational bots in place what do they what do they need to start thinking about how what do they need to do well, the first thing is information. So the one thing that I'd always surprises me that is that people don't necessarily, when they engage with us, understand that there's a big information gathering process. And we're very, we've been very, very bad at presenting that. Some people are good. So they have like lots of data sheets that they use. So some of the bigger charities like AGK and Contact, for instance, they've got big data sheets. So they've got a lot of information out there that they publish um regularly and that's great because that gives a chatbot the ability to go and get that information and ingest it into their service you know so we we then know about their stuff and we can build it out but a lot of organizations aren't really doing that and it's then trying to work out well how do we prep that what information do we need what's the primary information uh, that we need to build out because i know you can't just do all of it at every you know at any point and your website won't have all the information on much as we can completely uh, ingest your whole website into a a, a chat bar a voice bot you know and have your your own chat gpt or voice gpt you know uh, it won't have all the information on and nor should it because you're going to get random questions that come in from the side that you go well you know we won't don't want to dedicate a page to that you know <laughs> but but they'll be asked and there's never enough space. You just go, oh, I can't deal with this. There's 300 pages of information here. How am I ever going to find it? And that's yeah. usually where this is a very, the chat or conversation process is it goes straight to that piece of information. You ask the question, gives you an answer, that easy. 
and that's why and that's why Bing are using you know the GPT models for their own right because it's Microsoft of course and um and they're using that as, as a now supporting co-pilot for uh search you know um but the way to prep is it is get information gather your information get your plan of what processes you want to organize as well so if you've got a process that you think well look this is very process driven it isn't something that needs a subjective um uh requirement you know so it doesn't need a human to uh to understand that to make a decision about something it's a process so if a we go to b and then we go to c and we go to d well if that process is a very logical process then that can be automated and that can be automated through the conversation either with them phoning up and automating it or chatting via any of the channels that you know we talked about whatsapp and you know and yeah. your own website and stuff so then if you've got a pro you've got a bunch of processes then they can be uh, as part of your phase one providing then your systems are able to take that stuff on so as part of your whole digital transformation journey do you have api access um to your services so are they open services um are they are they open enough to integrate into something else you know yeah. and that's a consideration of course with any digital transformation you need things to be as open as possible else you're going to get stuck at some point if you've got some you know a closed proprietary system that doesn't work you know uh, might have a lot in it but if it doesn't talk to anything else then it's always going to be its own little silo um which isn't a great idea um so if you've got that framework in place then you're doing quite well you know but information gathering is is huge you know yeah. producing documentation good for training your own people but also yeah. very very good for training then a gpt model and yeah. we always uh, find that as part of our we find that as part of I mean, we're going to talk about the next podcast around kind of how you build an understanding of your customers and yeah. doing that information gathering and understanding what questions are being asked a really yeah. important part of that experience especially both from our side but also from your side when you're designing these experiences because you can go actually these are the main questions that people are asking yeah. can we can we automate those can we prioritize those like what yeah. other questions are being asked what are the, and what other information are we missing that we need to, be able to fill in those gaps yeah and a lot of it becomes um you can get it a lot anecdotally but the problem with anecdotally it's usually inaccurate you know so somebody has a feeling that they guess they asked this a lot and then you can get much more definitive stuff. So things like call. So if you've got a call uh, contact center and you know what questions have been asked in the contact center, definitively they're using something like you know call tracking. Call Miner is one as a brand out there that does that stuff. Then uh, and and proper analysis of emails and things like that. Then you've got a really good set of starting points to go. Actually, eighty percent are these. You know. 45 subjects we need to have good detailed information about those 45 subjects you know or whatever it may be and then you know you have the documentation to support that you have the the, the training materials if you like and the proper data sheets and then you're 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 away you know you've got some information then so it again, works yeah and again it's that type of, type of point you can really prioritize you can really focus and prioritize your effort when it comes to the conversational bot you can also yeah lighten the load massively on the team 
in regards to being asked, actually, we can take a big chunk of these questions away because most of these are just purely informational, but also yeah. some of these might be more transactional, but we can still manage that because we have, a, as an organisation, we've got a set process in place for how, how, how that happens. That's and we, right. Because it's a set process and it doesn't mean a human to make a decision, we can you can automate that, whether that's through your you know, the voice the voice bot they're utilising for the calls or whether that's through the kind of type-based chatbot that's on the site. Yeah, and 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 also, you know, that this is how so GPT in its own right, um, the the stuff that people have been playing with, there is no transactional element to that. It's very much a question and answer. So, yeah. you know, it'll give you some sort of answer back, but it's not starting to kick in a process off it um in the format that is, you know, publicly available on. But that's what we we then start to build that as a oh this is a process rather than this is a uh, general um faq answer you know um uh so strategically you kind of decide which ones you're gonna do as a process and start kicking off uh rather than lo answering lots of questions about uh, because somebody is going to need proper help with it or they are going to engage with something or they are going to donate something and, and you know things like that so you want to them to be in a process and in a funnel to do that type of um, yeah. journey and integrate into your system and all of a sudden start doing something else, you know. Um, and then you, you've got the best of both worlds then. You've got a really intelligent, I hate saying that intelligent because it's only really answering questions, but it's it's <laughs> a very, a, yeah, all right. It's a very intelligent chatbot. It does have answers because you've given it the information to have answers. You know, um, whereas this has been the whole thing about the um, the, the hype cycle of uh, chatbots, voice bots and stuff like that is the fact that, you know, there's massive expectations of it and then there's huge dis disappointments. Um, but we're now we're now we dragged up this um, this slope of, um, <laughs> of enlightenment with G GPT because everybody realised actually they can be very powerful. Uh, and and we're now on this um, this productivity slope. I think we're over the brow of the hill now, and and it's it's real. But it's um, you've got to take advantage of it, and you've got to prep yourself a little bit for that for that journey. You know. Yeah. Yes. It's not. It feel. It may feel like magic when people are using it, but that magic mm -hmm. takes time and takes preparation in order to get yourself set up in the best possible way yeah. to allow these systems to work. Yeah. You can't give me information. You know, and but the point is, it's might it might also be information that is publicly available. So um, this the there are so for instance, the the the, uh, the the things I was talking about for the charities we're talking uh, we're we're discussing. You know, so there's benefits information and things like that. Well, actually, some of that might be from gov sites, yeah. so you can still ingest that information if you've got specific information you do want to take from public sources because you know that that's going to be an accurate public source no reason not to we can still do that yeah, yeah? so it might be that you're actually uh, curating some of your own information and some publicly available information because you trust the source yeah remember that that's the point of the gp the chat gpt model is the yeah. fact that it, it was just taking the whole of the internet and the internet doesn't always have the highest accuracy score you know the internet has an opinion lots of lots of opinions <laughs> yeah and that always ends up right wing for some reason you know but hey you know that's what it is that's microsoft learned in the early days 
uh, which we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> so you've got your, so you've got your, you've gone through the effort, you've done all the preparation, um, you've done all, the, you've done all the hard work. Um, how do you go about making like, well, how do you go about setting the funnel up so you get your customers involved and using those, using the channels that you've set up, or you, how do you go about using the, how do you go about getting your customers using the chatbots rather than potentially other services? What do you, what the, well, what's the methods that you use? Yeah, well, of course you've got to promote it and 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 let people know that those things are available to them. Um, one of the big deal is, is it's a bit like putting a website up and not telling anybody you've got a website. Um, of course you've got to promote it. Of course you've got to tell people it's there. You know, and it's the same with the chatbot, and especially because we're in a um, an area now where you know people are only going to get you only just getting used to the fact that they can actually do things rather than in this dissolution slump that uh, yeah. has been. You know, it, they shouldn't be now. Um, but you've got to tell people that your chatbot can help you with this, 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 and this. You know, and talk about it continually. Please go here to do this you know for a convenience and speed alternatively you can wait on the phone or you can do this out and the other or we're only open these men hours especially as an organization this may be charitable it's an easy conversation to have you know yeah but to be honest most people that we talk about self-service and we this whole podcast is self-service related people are happy to self-serve if it works you yeah. know uh, so it, if you tell them that this is the smoothest and quickest route, people will try it because we have no patience these days. So, you know, you are providing a very frictionless um, point because they're having a conversation like they would with a human, you know, and the chatbot pretty much should have all the answers, you know, providing you've given it the information to have the answers for it. And it can answer that quite those questions then you know yeah. and lead them down the, the route that you want to lead them down you know yeah and that's the thing ultimately it's about it's about providing a more seamless experience for your customers mm. it's about making that making life easier for them um, and I think there's been some really good points that we've been able to cover um, as we've gone through the podcast the main thing here is about making sure you get your data set up in a way where you know you're you're prepared for this so understanding what questions people are asking making sure that you've got the information to make sure you can ask you can answer those questions making sure you get that into in the format that's going to work um understanding the benefits from the customer side what's the customer going to get out of this but also where are you at from a business objectives point of view what does your business need to be able to, to achieve to make this happen um and look at the processes what what processes have you got in place as a business yeah. that are set in stone that are that have an easy flow if a then C happens if B, if A, then B happens, or B, then A happens, however you, however you structure it. One of my words mixed up, it's not a great start. <laughs> not a process driven person as much, but, but yeah, make sure, because so, they're the things ultimately that are easier for you to, easier for you to automate and streamline because they're yeah. the easier bits and pieces. You're not going to completely remove the human from the process. It's what it's no. about is making sure that you can automate the bits and pieces, which are easy, are easy for the customer to deal with that are kind of taking up a majority of your of, of the team's time so they can then focus their efforts on the bits that really impact the customer. Yeah, absolutely. And and remember the quality is there now. So, you know, it, people can rely on this technology much better than they than they used to do. You know, uh, like I said, GPT's raised its head on this stuff now to 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 realize and uh, that that actually they can be very powerful things whether you're doing chat and um, whether you're doing voice it doesn't really matter you know if you want to phone the bot phone the bot if you want to 
stick it on WhatsApp, stick it on WhatsApp. All those things are are, are easy enough to do. Yeah. Um, and I think it once people start using your chatbot, then they'll keep going back. You know, especially return visitors, and that and then you start getting better NPS scores. You start getting better bits because your customer service is not, is a no wait customer service. They can just get things done. And and I think that's the point that we all want to get to is the fact that we can help the people we serve, whether they're charitable service users or whether they are customers, you know, in a different and commercially, you know, you can make it smooth. 100%. And I think there's a, there's a big opportunity. So our next podcast that we're going to be doing is how to build an understanding of your customers. So in yeah. order to be able to build that understanding, you could then use those skills and those capabilities to really inform what this next journey is going to be with your conversational bot. So make sure you join us for that. Um, yeah, really appreciate really good conversation today, Steve. I think we covered some really kind of useful tips and points this time, which is always yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but, you know, squeezed into our short form podcast rather than you now we can talk all day about this stuff. <laughs> I'm sure I've missed loads of bits and I'll, I'll, I'll go. Oh, I should have said that. <laughs> but the main thing here is the main thing here is to start the conversation so if there is anything in here that you want to ask more obviously just get in touch with us obviously our business details are available um so get in touch with us if you have more questions um or feel free to listen to the plethora of other podcasts that we've got available but thank you everybody for listening to us today thanks very much cheers thanks for listening to the self-service generation podcast we hope you enjoyed it and found it interesting. Look out for more in the series where we take deep dives around specific challenges in this space. Until next time.